Wow, that was quite the slow clap, guys. I loved it, man. I just, the warm welcome. So I am so stoked for this. And even though it's not what we normally do for our first challenge out on the lawn or at the BMU Auditorium and things like that, this is going to be an empowering, encouraging night. So with everything going on, I believe we need a real connection. We need a real connection with God. And that is what I'm praying that we will have tonight. And so I'm actually six feet from everyone right now. So I'm going to take my mask off. I'm low, a little edgy. But um, I want to just encourage, you know, you as you're watching this, this is not a show. We really are trusting that God is going to show up. He's going to move. He's going to work in your lives. And so I really want to answer a question, a simple question tonight is why we worship. Why do we have challenge worship night? And we after this, next week, we're going to jump into a series on Ephesians, which will give you plenty more reasons of why we worship. But we're just going to look at one passage. I want to ask you to Google or look in your Bible app or look in a real Bible, okay, in Romans 5. Look up Romans 5, and that's the passage we're going to be in. But I'm going to pray one more time before we jump into what I have to share. Father, um, thank you so much for this opportunity to, to worship you, to declare your goodness, to declare your glory. I pray that you would fill me with your Holy Spirit. You would speak through me, speak through your word, most of all, and, and encourage our hearts, even the things that we've heard, some of us, a million times, that it, was a, it would be as if we heard it for the first time. Lord, you would renew us, you would revive us, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So Romans 5.1, turn in your Bibles, Romans 5.1. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which now we stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but, also, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So according to this passage, why do we worship? Why do we worship? First of all, worship is not just singing. Okay, worship is a lifestyle. Worship is an all-consuming passion that you acquire, that you grow, you develop. I, I understand worship so much deeper than I did actually when I was your age. Uh, it's because I've gotten to know God so much better. And that's our goal at Challenge. It's not about having a cool club. It's not about fun events as we do all that stuff. It's about knowing God, making the worship of God the greatest ambition of your life. And so Why? Why do we worship? The first thing I see in that is we worship because we don't deserve to worship. <laughs> we worship because we don't deserve to worship. But Jesus made the only way for us to worship. Let's look, let's look at verse 6 again. It says, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. 
Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So this is one of my favorite passages in the whole Bible, actually, because I am such a massive sinner. Like, I have sinned and sinned and sinned. I am a very broken person, and and especially before Christ, man, I was messed up. I just can't help it. Like, I'm such a sinner. I just, I just, it's just what I do. It's just, I, and in this passage, it says, we are still powerless. We were still powerless. Another translation says, we were utterly helpless. Have you ever felt like that about your sin? Have you ever felt like you just can't stop doing wrong? You just, there's these things that you just keep coming back to over and over again. And Everyone that's listening, everyone that's watching, if you're really honest, that's you. You just have this sin that you just, you realize that you have a problem and that God is holy and we are all sinners. We have sinned against a holy God. The Bible doesn't teach that we are just basically good people with just minor flaws The Bible actually teaches that we are rebellious sinners. (laughs) We are rebellious people that desperately need a Savior. So that's the bad news. But, verse 8, but, I call it the big but, okay? Verse 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Man, you don't need to clean yourself up to come to God. You can come just as you are, and he will clean you up. I've experienced that firsthand is God took me in my sin. He took me while I was in the midst of my rebellion and he cleansed me. He redeemed me. You see, I am a great sinner, but Jesus is a great savior. Jesus is a much greater savior than any of you could possibly be a great sinner. (laughs) He died even when we were spitting on his face. That's literally what people did when they crucified him. While we were still sinners, he doesn't wait for us to clean, clean ourselves up. He came down to earth. He lived a perfect life. He died on the cross in your place for your sin. And if you ever wonder if God loves you, look at the cross. Read about the cross. When Jesus died on the cross, they stretched out his arms and they, they thrust nails into his hands. It was as if he was saying, I love you this much. I would rather die than live without you. Jesus willingly laid down his life for you. If you are the only person in the world, Jesus still would have died for you. Jesus still, he he knows you intimately, and he is crazy about you, and he took the ultimate sacrifice so that you could be forgiven, so that you could be free. That is why we worship. Amen? Type it in the comments, okay? Amen? We worship because Jesus made the way for us to worship. When Jesus died on the cross, he shouted, it is finished, which means paid in full. Every sin that you've ever committed, that ever will be committed, he paid for on the cross. Man, that is a reason to worship. Amen? Okay, let's hear it. Um, now let's check on verse one and two. It says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. So 
Through Jesus, we have complete forgiveness. We have peace with God, and we have direct access to God. You don't need a priest. You don't need someone to pray for you. You have direct access to God, and you have peace with God, not because you're good enough, but because it's through Jesus's death on the cross in your place for your sin. That is good news. That is worth worshiping God for. But wait, there's more, okay? There's more. We worship because God has poured out his abundant grace and favor on us. So mercy is forgiveness. Grace is favor. It's actually, in the Greek, it means unmerited favor. Or another translation says, undeserved privilege. So you are very privileged. If you are a follower of Christ, you are very privileged. Not only does God forgive us, he pours his favor on us. It's not like we were just in prison, rebels against God, and we were set free, which is true. We were set free. He also adopted us into his family, and he made us a prince or princess of his kingdom. So we went actually from the prison to the palace, okay? We went from the prison to the palace, and everything that God, every blessing in your life, you, if you are in Christ, which we're going to look at in Ephesians, you have every spiritual blessing in Christ. You have everything you could ever need. And we're going to dive deep this semester, not only on Tuesday nights, but we're going to actually look at it in our life groups on Thursday nights. I encourage you to join one of those. But we're going to go deep into what is this grace? It's just an overflowing amount of favor that if you are a Christian, God has that for you. God has a big bucket of blessing that he wants to pour out in your life. And I've experienced this too. I look around in my life and I'm just amazed. I just, my life is so much better than I deserve. And that is a reason to worship. The next thing I say is we can worship even when life is hard. We can worship even when life is hard because God works it out for for our good and his glory. We can worship even when life is hard because God works it out for our good and his glory. So in verse 3, look in your Bibles if you have it. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we, co- we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So actually, our problems, this COVID-19 mask stuff, okay, this, this smoke, our problems are God's opportunity to show off his power. Our, our problems are actually God's opportunity to flex. He uses suffering in our lives to shape us and to bring more joy than we could ever imagine. This is a deep concept. I don't have time to explain it fully, but in another thing in my life, I've experienced some serious suffering I'm not that old, but I've I've experienced suffering, and now I can look back, and I can already trace God's hand in how he has brought that to a place in my life where he's made me closer to him, and I wouldn't trade that for anything in the world. I thank God for the sufferings in my life because it's drawn me closer to God. So we can worship even when life is hard because God promises to use it for our good, for our connection, and for our joy. So I no matter what you hear tonight, I want you to hear that God is crazy about you. (laughs) Jesus died for you. If you were the only person on the planet, he still would have died for you. And he longs to show you his glory. He longs to show you his forgiveness and show you his love. And you can start that relationship with him tonight. 
Or a lot of you, maybe like Tanner, like where you, you grew up in church, you may know God, but you're wandering away. Tonight's the night to come back. Come back to Christ. And he will do those things. He will forgive you. He will pour his grace on you. And he will use even hard times in your life. So if that's you, I want to challenge you. Give your life to Christ. And this prayer, I want you to pray with me a, a simple prayer. Just repeat in your heart silently. I'm going to pray it. And um, so just do that. And it's not magic words. But this is an opportunity right now to do business with God and say this. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross in my place for my sin. I want to turn from my sin. I trust you for, to forgive me and to adopt me into your family. Help me to live the life of worship, a life of worship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if that's you, we'd love to connect with you. We'd love to help you take your next step. Let us know on the Connect card. We're going to post a link with a Connect form, uh, a little website there. You can go and you can let us know the decision you made, and we'd love to help you. That's a challenge. We just want to help people in their walk with God. So, But I want you to remember, remember that we worship because we don't deserve to worship. It's Jesus made it possible for us to worship. We worship because God has poured his abundant grace on us. And then we worship even when life is hard because God promises to work it out for our good. So as we sing the rest of these songs, keep those things in mind. And maybe even study Romans 5 this week. Think about it and, and reflect on that. And let's spend some time just worshiping because Jesus is worthy. So let's, let's go ahead and do that.